But I also want to remind you, like shopping is inevitable. Like I think for me to sit here and tell you, don't ever shop again. Shopping is bad. I think that would be kind of hoity-toity of me to say, because let's be honest, I buy things. Hi, and welcome back to the Mind Body Planet podcast. I am super excited that you are back and returning for another episode. So happy you're here. Today is a solo episode. We are talking all things about how to shop a little bit more sustainably and giving you some tips on that. So lots to talk about. It's just me today. So things are going to get chatty as you know that they do. Of course, we're going to start with this week's favorites. I have a few of them for you. So buckle up. Number one, I have talked about this before, but I have been really into cozy gaming. I have somehow landed on the side of cozy gaming TikTok and I've been converted. I am a cozy gamer girl. That is just who I am at my core these days. So one of the games that I have been playing, I think I said last week was Stardew Valley, but there's another game that I want to share and it is Disney Dreamlight Valley. The little girl in me is actually screaming. I have had so much fun playing the game. They have all of the different Disney characters. So you can do these little tasks that they ask from you. Number two, another cult classic or not classic but an up-and-coming cult piece is the Akatar series. Akatar is short for A Court of Thorns and Roses. It is a five book series and I believe the author is still writing more books to, to go with the series because I just finished the last book which is A Court of Silver Flames and oh my god so many cliffhangers so many questions so of course the author has to answer those right. Basically I started the series in January and I finished it in April. It was it's the reason why I've gotten back into reading. I think in school you read a lot because that's what your teachers tell you to do or you read a book because it's going to make you better at a certain hobby that you're interested in or you want to be a better entrepreneur so you're reading like autobiographies and there is so much joy in reading a book that is just purely fiction. Something that is a fantasy book that lets you escape into a different world. So I've been reading to relax and the Akatar series is definitely one of my favorites. Number three, and this one, also another little cult thing that I love. And if you know me, you know that I love reality TV. And this one is actually my favorite reality TV show, which is Love Island. Love Island UK is supposed to start soon. So I'm getting really pumped thinking about like who's going to be on the next season and all the like juicy hot gossip that's going to happen there. So I'm pretty excited. Obviously that has to be in this week's favorites too. So a lot of things to look forward to. Maybe a sixth book in the Akatar series. I think I'm going to start Crescent City, which Loki, some people think they may be connected, but haven't started reading it yet. So I don't know. Then Love Island's got another season coming out. And then there's Disney Dreamlight Valley, which has all the different things that it's constantly being updated with lots of new things. So lots to look forward to guys. So much to look forward to. Okay, that is it for this week's favorites, but let's get into our topic for the day, which is sustainably shopping, if that is even possible. So we're going to talk about it. I've got a few tips for you and just, you know, things that I keep in my mind whenever I'm shopping. And I thought maybe people could find it valuable because let's be honest, who doesn't love to shop? There is something so rewarding when you stop by somewhere, like let's say it's Target and you pick up a few little things here and there and you're like, oh, this makes me feel so good. A little bit of retail therapy, you know, it just does it for me sometimes. I've never been like a clothing shopper, but I do have friends who love to shop for clothing. I've always been a little bit more on like the home decoration, home decor side of things when I shop, like give me to home goods and I'm going to be a happy girl. It's like a little treat, like a little sweet treat, except you're buying something. <laughs> I could be a little bit of a big spender 
And I think especially with platforms like Amazon, it is so easy to just buy whatever you want to buy and you get it there in like the next day, sometimes two days, but most of the time, like you can even do like overnight shipping. So you order it at 4 p.m. one day and then by the time 7 a.m. rolls around, like it's already on your doorstep and you don't even have to leave your house for it. It is so easy to be caught up in just constantly buying things. And I think this kind of leads me into like trends. Trends are always going to be happening. So you always kind of want to feel like you're in with the news, you know what's going on, you have the latest and greatest technology, you have whatever is trending. And it can be really easy to get caught in the overconsumption that comes when trends start coming around. Let me give you a few of my tips on how I can kind of ground myself when I'm shopping and make sure that the things that I'm actually purchasing are one, things that I'm gonna actually use. I think there are so many products out there that people can really influence you to buy and then you buy it and you end up never using it because it just doesn't make sense for your lifestyle. It's not that the product isn't good. It just doesn't work for who you are and what you do in your day-to-day life. And two, so you're not over-consuming things and, and buying things from brands that have really awful sustainability values and really awful business practices and labor issues. So on the days where I am feeling like I want to buy a little something, when I want a little treat, a little little some something to hear my blues, if you will. The first thing I do is I make sure I'm not impulse buying because impulse buying is definitely a thing. Like I was saying with Amazon, you could think to yourself, oh, I really want some new plates. I don't know why I said plates, just what I'm going with right now. And then you could go on Amazon put some plates in your car and then get it within two minutes of having the thought that you want new plates. A lot of times that can kind of resort to tendencies of just impulse buying, buying the first thing that comes to your head, not really thinking through what you're buying or if it's actually needed. There is one main way that I can curb as much impulse buying as possible. And that is to wait seven days. So if it's something online, if it's something in my cart on Amazon, for example, I will wait one whole week, seven days before I actually purchase that item. I find that when I do this, it gives me space to question whether or not I actually need it. Like, do I just want it because I think it looks pretty or do I want it because it's actually functional and I could actually benefit from having that in my life? Um, One thing that did stand the test of time was I needed some folders. Those sat in my cart for seven days. And at the end of the seven days, I was like, actually, I could really benefit from some folders because my papers are getting out of control. I have got to find some way to organize them a little bit better. And also so they stop getting crinkled. They're so crinkled. So the folders were my solution and that worked. And it definitely helps with my impulse buying. Maybe it will help you as well. Number two, this is a this is a little bit more applicable when it comes to shopping for new clothes or shopping for home decor is shopping secondhand first. What I mean by secondhand would be looking at places like Goodwill or another place that gets a lot of donations that you could purchase something that's been pre-loved by somebody else or even going on Facebook Marketplace. My personal favorite is Facebook Marketplace. I love the idea of just getting something from someone directly. I have kind of a weird thing with like places like Goodwill because people donate their unwanted items for free and then Goodwill charges a whole bunch. And then there's all this controversy of like whether or not 
the labor is fair wage. But anyways, I still go to Goodwill. Don't get me wrong. It's just, I would probably prefer Facebook marketplace, but yes, number two, going secondhand first before I buy something that is completely new that has never been worn before. Because a lot of times I can find things that are secondhand that are essentially the same thing that I can save from going into a landfill. Number three might be a little controversial. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So for number three, whenever I am feeling the urge to impulse buy, if I see myself scrolling online shopping, looking at different things that I want, sometimes I will close my computer, shut off my phone, leave my phone in a different room if that's what I was scrolling on. And I will actually go into a separate room and actually declutter because to be honest, I always complain. I'm like, oh, like we have so much stuff. I say all of this because when I go into a place and I start decluttering or actually organizing a closet that I've been meaning to get to for a while, it often curbs that impulse that I have in my gut to buy something new to make it even more cluttered. Instead, I'm focusing on organizing my space and making it look better and feel better for me mentally because at the root of buying something, especially when it's an impulse, is normally to kind of you get that instant gratification and whatever was bothering you before no longer bothers you because you get those like few minutes of being like, oh, I just bought something new. Oh, look at this new blanket that I bought. When in reality, you already have 20 blankets. There's no need for you to have a 21 blankets laying around the house. Well, maybe, I don't know your life, but for me, 21 blankets would be a lot. I also feel like when I go into a separate room, it is a change of scenery. And I feel like that also helps kind of get me out of my head if I was kind of doing a little bit of retail therapy. Those are my three tips and my reminders for how you can shop a little bit more sustainably. But I also wanna remind you, like shopping is inevitable. Like I think for me to sit here and tell you, don't ever shop again, shopping is bad. I think that would be kind of hoity-toity of me to say, because let's be honest, I buy things. I love to shop, that's my thing. Like I said, my downfall is home decor. But I do find that it is good to have a list and some reminders on how can you make shopping a little bit more intentional? What can you bring into your life that will actually be functional, actually bring you joy versus sit underneath your bed for six months or a shirt that's going to stay with the tags on in your closet. You know, will this purchase improve my quality of life? And if it doesn't improve your quality of life, rethink it. You probably don't need it anyways. Okay, we have moved on to the good climate news section of the podcast, which is arguably my favorite section. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, I like the whole thing. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this. Let's be honest. I don't know if you have seen this, but I'm going to link this in the show notes. But New York has just taken a huge step towards clean energy in this like historic climate win. Basically, they just passed some legislation that will scale up their clean energy production It's called the Build Public Renewables Act, BPRA, and it's going to require the state's public power provider to generate all of its electricity from clean energy by 2030. It is a huge step, and New York is just the first state to do something like this, so I'm excited just thinking that hopefully other places will kind of implement something similar, if not the same thing. And again, I will link this article in the show notes if you're interested in learning a little bit more about it. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I absolutely love doing this. It is my honor to do this podcast and be able to create this community and talk about beautiful things from sustainability for your mind, body, and of course, the planet. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Mind Body Planet Podcast. You can follow me, your host, Crystalline, at 
Crystalline Geyer on all major platforms. I will put all that in the show notes as well if you are interested in it. And of course, I will see you next week. 